We're, We're live. live. <laughs> All right. I'm Andy, one of the midwives with Holistic Heritage Homebirth. And I'm Jaylen, the other half of Holistic Heritage Homebirth. Sorry we're late. We usually come to you at noon, but we were busy at noon. I was eating. So. <laughs> I'm going to admit it. It was me. That's my Jim Carrey moment. Your Jim Carrey moment? I don't get that one. Liar, liar, the movie when he farts in the elevator and he comes out, everybody's like, oh my God, and he comes out and he's like, it was me. <laughs> oh remember. my gosh. I digress. I digress. You don't know movie quotes. I know a lot, but I didn't know that one. Now you do. Now I do. Well, welcome to Midwife My Day, everyone. Hi, Jennifer. She's so sweet. Always on it. Um, I have a couple of things I want to talk about that have nothing to do with midwifery. Oh gosh. Here we go. Because I like wieners. <laughs> Talking about penises when I say wieners. I also like wieners. Sausage is good, but I really like penis wieners. This is what happened on Father's Day. And if Chris is listening, he's going to absolutely kill me. Oh, no. Uh, Hopefully he's not listening because he thought we were on at noon. Okay. So Father's Day, I decided I was going to send him to the um, floating deprivation thing, right? Where you go float and there's no sound, no gravity. Um, and he loved it. He thought, he thought it was great. He wants to go back. I'm not doing it. I'd have a full blown panic attack because it's a little big space, but apparently it's pretty cool and you can't have really good thought process in it, right? Everything is just shut down. It's a deprivation tank. It sounds really beautiful to me. I think I'd like that. (sighs) Yeah. It's my worst nightmare on earth. That and then like, yeah, it's my, like, because when I'm home alone, I have nothing on. No sound. I like it completely quiet. How are we partners? I like nothing. <laughs> I like no stimulation. Completely. No, crawl in my butt cheeks, touch me, no. make noises in my ear. No. Like I, I need. Think I'd like it. You'd like somebody to crawl in your butt? No, no. That's what like you that. said. No, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want the lighted one. <laughs> Okay, so let me tell you about this deprivation tank. You shouldn't have said that because I know your birthday's coming in October. Now I know what I'm getting you. It will go in the garbage. <laughs> um, so Chris is floating in the deprivation tank. He's like, this is strange. I like it. He would try to have logical thought process, and then that would just like, nah, it won't happen. Well, of course, I asked him, like, ooh, did you get an erection while you were in there? What did it feel like? Because gravity and floating and all. And I'm just like, I want a wiener for one day. I'll talk about that in a moment. Um, Because I just think they'd be cool to have for just a day. Because they're not cute like we are. No, they're not cute. No, balls are crisp. Um, But. Can you have the wiener without the balls? Right, like with the whole thing. Right. All right, go on. But even, yeah. We digress. We'll talk about that in a minute. He said, no, he really couldn't, but he tried. He really, really tried. And he could not have, because he said he kept going in and out of sleep in the deprivation tank and he thought wouldn't this be a grand time to have like a really nice dream and like do the whole thing because he said the dreams were so real and so like you could smell it taste it feel it he's like if i could just have like a really great sex dream in here that'd be awesome but it's kind of gross what have you had a good sex dream but in a public place where other people are going to go back into that chamber floating that water. The salt no, will kill it. that'd be gross. <laughs> go on. The salt will kill it. <laughs> Everybody's done peed in that water too. You know when you get in a hot tub, that's the first thing you do. I don't. I only get my own hot tub. I peed, if water. I ever am in your hot tub, I peed in it. 
Yeah, you can't then touch then the hot water. And, and not you're not eat. invited anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help it. <laughs> so that's that. Like, you go to the bathroom, you get out and go to the bathroom. Mm-mm. Is that what you do? No. I'm talking to Sarah. That's not what normal I people get do. Out. Yes. No. I get out and go to the bathroom. And the my chemicals kids get out. kill it. Mm-mm. I was always afraid as a child that like the chemicals would change colors and the pee would come in. I'd be like in a smoke of green or something. <laughs> Not a pool. I can hold pee in a pool, but if I get in the hot tub, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah now quiet for a minute. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, yeah, but there has to be some kind of research. So if somebody knows why, why you can't get an erection in the Deprivation tank. Deprivation tank. It's got to be something with circuit. I, I was intrigued. I think it's no stimulation whatsoever. No stimulation whatsoever. I want to know. Okay. If anyone knows, let us know about this hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> we all pee in my hot tub. Jennifer. Yeah. It's just pee. It's sterile. You my can drink it. on the grass so they don't have to come You can dry. drink it. <laughs> you can drink pee. I watched it on Naked and Afraid. Yeah. Um, it's filtered. an infection in your pee. It's monster. I'm drinking it. <laughs> um, another thing is, me and Jaylen, as you can see, we're not really masked. We're not social distanced. But that is okay. We have no symptoms. And we're okay with that. But we did find some groovy masks. And I sent them to you. I'll have to post a photograph of no. them. No. No. Within the comments. No. <laughs> So it's... Um, they were inappropriate. They were no, awesome. They, yeah. Okay. So let me rewind. Jaylen has told me, because it's my dream. If like if I got to rub the lamp and have three wishes, I should be wishing for like ending world hunger and no war and all the things. But it, one of my wishes is to have a penis for one day. I'm serious. And Jaylen's going to let me use it. <laughs> Jennifer's first in line. <laughs> My best friend Jennifer has already said, like, look, if you wake up and you've grown one, I promise I'll let you use it. She's first in line, so. She is first in line. Second dibs. I'm going to be hiding out. <laughs> this is true. Don't let me wake up with one. Chris and Andy had sex in my hot tub. What? Who's that? Oh, it's Jennifer. Oh, this is true. And then I let everybody get in, and they're like, eh! <laughs> Because you can't let that go by. You have to tell everyone they're in there with footers. Uh, so today. <laughs> oh, my God. I may be shocked now. <laughs> then I might as well go there because you're already no. shocked. Let's talk about midwife. <laughs> okay, we'll save that one for next week. Because it's a good one. Our master We're going to have some next week. Oh, y'all, no. Um. Uh, Today we're going to talk about something that really has nothing to do with um, physical health, but more like ceremonial. Um, I look at it more ways that we can honor ourselves as women and all the different changes that we go through our lives. Because women, I feel like men are fairly static. I mean, they grow emotionally, of course, but in their bodies, they're kind of static. They kind of stay even Stevens throughout throughout, where we go through changes constantly from the time we start our menses to having babies and menopause, um, all of these changes are going on, Um, so we should honor them. We should, and there are special celebrations, and um, some people get upset about the names of them or, or using the names of them. I don't know how else to call them 
except what I know them. And the first one, uh, we'll just go like in range of ages, right? Really popular around the world, but in America, we tend to frown upon it just because we frown upon the cycle, right? The menstrual cycle is seen as something icky, yucky, embarrassing, dirty, foul. The curse. Right. And instead of... Yeah, it's got all these negative connotations and it's not usually celebrated, but we're seeing an upsurgence in people doing it. Um, the moon party. And I've done it with my daughter. I've done it with the nieces who've stepped into womanhood in that way. Um, and it can look so different for everybody, right? To their comfort level. My husband got my daughter a cake because that's the kind of relationship they have. Um, a red velvet cake. And you can, I've seen people do um, red rose petal baths and, and herbal tinctures and um, really just blow it out of the water in this huge, beautiful way. All that to say is it's symbolic. It's unique and personal to you. It's a lovely way to let somebody step into that transition of womanhood um, and really accept her into to the tribe of women. Um and research, if you go down the research end of things, if we accept that part of ourselves as a more natural part, which it is, but that's not how, instead of thinking of it as cursed, we'll have less menstrual cramps, we'll have more regular cycles, we'll have less PMS if we embrace this part of ourselves instead of, oh my God, it's coming and being tense about it and, and all the things that we think is embarrassing about this normal process, if we embrace it, yeah. we have less of those, all those other bothersome symptoms. And I think every mother wants to have that open line of communication with their child, right? And this is a great opportunity for you to say, look, I know this is going on in your life. Let's talk about what it means. It's, it's really a nice age where you can start discussing those parts of their life and what to expect and what not to expect. Because imagine if you've never had those conversations and you just go to the bathroom and wipe and there's blood, how scary. And for so many, that is what, what happens. Like, and they're really confused. Yeah. Um, I know I've been scared. My mom told us about it. I didn't do a moon party because that wasn't really a thing back then, but I think I would have asked for one even back then. But I'm like, all oh, like, yes, let's have a moon party. There's great books. There's, um, you can Google moon party for the idea. I mean, just the ideas are Pinterest <coughs> has post for it even. And I would even like, like, I love it that you said Chris brought her home a cake. Like, I think it should be a family thing. The boys in the house, the, the father in the house, it shouldn't be like, oh, don't tell them. They shouldn't know about it. I right. mean, it's just normal. It is. It's just normal. Um, and make it normal for the whole house and not secretive. Just my thoughts. I could have done a lot better job. Sorry, Bridget. Well, it wasn't a thing. Right. You know, it wasn't a thing in America. And now I think I think we're going to see more and more of it because we're owning it. Yeah. That's that's lovely to me. Um, the next thing we can talk about as far as ceremonies is when you step into that time of motherhood. And really, it's not pregnancy. We always do it during the pregnancy because we're midwives and that's when we have access to everybody. But really, it's about a sisterhood of mothering. Um, and it's a, it dates back to really Native Americans, and um, they called it a blessing way. So we just continued that tradition. But it's not really the accurate everything that they did. We've kind of morphed it into something more modern. 
but it's a time where we just get together. It's only women, only women are invited. And um, it's really just a time where we connect. You know what I think would be nice, and maybe we should do this, is we should really invite like mothers who have been adopt have adopted children. Oh yeah. And let's honor their foray into motherhood. It doesn't have to be through pregnancy, it can be through adoption. It could be maybe um maybe a grandparent is raising a child that they weren't raising before. But it'd be nice to invite all of that into the space. Well honor, there's so many people who have forgotten when we look at that tribe. Yes. Um because they don't really have that community that they've built within like, these walls. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are coming so yeah. into motherhood. And we always have it open. Whenever we have a blessing way, whenever we have a red tent, it's always open to the community um, as well. Really, all of our things are open to the yeah. community. If you feel led to come, come. You don't have to be a client. Uh, at our blessing ways, we tend to do, we do a, a bracelet that's really symbolic because you look around at the circle. We honor our grandma, our mom, and then all of our children wrapping the thread around. And then at the end, as we've passed it around and around and around, you've really created a virtual web of women. And it's so pretty. And then we cut it and we tie it off. And then when the first person in the group verse, we look at it and remember mm-hmm. remember them and the journey they're on. And then we can finally remove it. Usually mine's all ratted and tatted and really sad. Yeah. Because <laughs> I wear it for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't been able to have one because of no, and I love the it. dreaded COVID. And I love it. I miss it so hard. Um, the other thing we do is just about nurturing and touch. And um, we speak positive truths over them about what a good mother they are and what a good human being. And um, and they're true. Those are all true things that we don't hear, hear enough. And um, we massage their hands and their feet. And we just thank them for allowing us to serve them. And we get down on our knees. Um, and graciousness because it really is an honor to serve. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do for that. Um, and if you ever want to be involved in one, it's a great way to, instead of having maybe like a baby shower, it's so lovely to have a blessing way. So Google that. Another one we do is red tents. I love the red tents. Yeah. You want to talk about red tents? No. Okay. So good. <laughs> but what if I go back to wieners? <laughs> That's a red tent is. <laughs> the nice preface to tell you that red tent dates back to the biblical days is to talk about winners. <laughs> um, yeah. So red tent really does date back to um, like the Christian Bible. Um, and whenever we used to bleed, we were thought to be dirty or unclean. unclean. So we were sent to the red tent because blood's red. Um, and whenever you're in the red tent, you're usually surrounded. I'm just saying, I think I would love that. I think I would be loved. Oh, I'm going to ostracize you to the red tent. Oh, great. I don't need to cook or clean, <laughs> do your laundry. I'd be like, oh, by I the way, I'm bleeding again now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and that. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so that's what it was. And anytime you were in the red tent, you were of those childbearing ages, right? Because really women were birthing in a more young time yes, um, in their teens. So if you were in the red tent, you probably had a baby. So anytime young moms get together, what do we talk about? Our birth stories. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. It's modern day birth storytelling and it's so much fun. We get to laugh. Sometimes we cry. It can be healing. It's very cathartic. And just to hear what normal birth looks like and sounds like. Um, Because we always feel like we failed in some way because we made a noise or we pooped or whatever. Um, And that those things are just normal. They are. Yeah. 
No, and I love hearing everyone's different perspective and their own unique experience and the wisdom that they bring to the table based on their experience. And I always like to hear, because um, so often, especially the person who goes first, um, they'll... Which is usually Andy, y'all. It usually is me now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they'll like key in on, and at one o'clock, I was having contractions every so often, and I was this many centimeters. And then the more people talk... We release ourselves from those medical things and it's just like, and then I felt this and then I felt that and I was so proud of myself and I looked at my husband and it becomes more of the emotional ride that it really is. And we let go of those numbers and values, which is so beautiful. Yeah. Love a red tent. Yeah. And I think that's the best thing about embracing natural birth is letting go of all of those values and time and, and being in that moment. And it's so primal. Yes. It's beautiful. You can tell we like what we do. We do. Is that the only ones? Is that the three that I had said? Those are the three you wanted to talk about. Okay. If anybody got anything, ooh, birth stories are my favorite. I do. We should hold maybe a a virtual red tent, like a Zoom red tent. That'd be cute. You can try it. You can try it. It'd be hard to do less than way because we can't touch each other, and I like to massage people's feet and stuff. But a red tent? Yeah. You could do that. I don't know how many I could get on our Zoom. Yeah. That'd be a challenge. Sure. If you're interested in a virtual red tent, let us know and we'll try to set it up. Maybe next month we'll be open. If we're in Montgomery County, we could go to somebody else's house. <laughs> Were there any questions? I don't think. I think people just talking. Yeah. Oh, mother blessing. That's another great way to say it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we need to change it to that. Tiffany, you're not alone. A lot of mothers didn't talk about cycles. Yeah. Not a lot. I don't remember my mom talking about it either, to be honest with you. But I kind of knew it was going to happen. It must have been friends. (laughs) I think all my kids knew from the get-go because I can't go to, you know, like when I go to the bathroom, it's a social gathering and they want to look through the cracks to see if anything's dropping. And like, I mean, really? Can I just have three inches of space? Um And I would be like, oh, can you get, all my kids called them blood diapers and bumpy sticks. So I would just scream, give me a blood diaper. And they knew from the time they were little. Because really that's what they are, blood diapers and bumpy sticks. We're going to end it there. (laughs) I think my adult sons still call them blood diapers and bumpy sticks. I should correct that. (laughs) 